He posted this this pic uh, a couple weeks ago of people doing band assisted weighted pull ups. Yeah, what I the didn't fuck get is that. that. Yeah, I. That's... You're you're adding resistance and removing resistance. You know what? Just do pull ups. All right, breaker, breaker, one niner on interwebs. Get your ears on. Get your eyes on for the GMB. <laughs> fitness skills show hopefully uh you're not too freaked out by ryan's uh snake charmer uh so over the next uh 25 minutes plus or minus we're gonna be talking about all kinds of all kinds of good stuff how to get strong how to get agile how to do it in a way that you know uh you actually enjoy go figure you can actually enjoy this stuff and uh yeah so that's it my name's andy here with ryan head coach for gmb and apparently, uh, he has had his caffeine today. Uh, I actually just, I just had my caffeine. Um, awesome. Actually, what it is is it's all of the barbecue that I had last night for dinner. Uh, my folks are in town. Nice. Uh, and boy, I tell you what, we hit the barbecue last night. It was so good. So uh, yeah, I'm good to go today. Ready for my workout later. Man, Hercules, I... Hercules, Hercules. <laughs> I miss some barbecue. Barbecue, that's some good stuff, man. Yep. And, uh, yeah. So what's up, man? What's going well, today, on? Today we're going to be talking about, this is actually the first time we've ever done uh, a show like this. Uh, most of what we're going to be talking today uh, is inspired by a blog post uh, by somebody who doesn't even really blog much. <laughs> but uh, your friend Benny from Cohesion Gem. Yeah, uh, yeah. In, uh, in Melbourne, wrote this really great post on what to look for in a trainer. And uh, so we're going to be talking about uh, some ideas based on that and some of our experience too, because we think it's a really important topic. Uh, you know, if you're looking for advice of any sort uh, in health or fitness or really in anything, sort of some of the things that you should be thinking about. Um, yeah, and that's basically what we're going to talk about. Yeah. But uh, before that, it's QA time. You ready? Oh, I'm always ready. Right. <laughs> um, always nervous see. about the question that is, yes. Well, to, to, to enhance your sense of nervousness, I'm actually going to delay the question by, uh, by reading a review. Uh, I, I apologize. We haven't actually uh, checked all of the reviews. When you, when you go to iTunes and you look at reviews, like you see the reviews for the country that you're in. And uh, it's really kind of a pain to check other countries, but we I finally got around to it, and uh, so I want to just shout out to people who have left some reviews. Um, here's one from uh, Janumanji. I'm totally probably screwing that up, but I apologize. It's anyway, quite thank possibly you. Possibly the coolest name I've ever heard in my life, by the way. It, it may very well be. Uh, rating five stars. He says uh, I've been following GMB for a while after two programs, and uh, check. Uh, checking the Posse blog all the time. Funny enough, I didn't catch the podcast. Finally, I found the link, picked a random episode. Funny again, you guys were saying that nobody from Chile or Japan has written any reviews. Well, boom, I'm from Chile, and I'm writing this from Japan right now. Mic drop. The show has great info. Dude, how uh, cool is that? Some movement, great energy. Um, haven't listened to them all yet, but I will keep going. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Janumanji. Uh 
Man, so glad That's that you so found cool. the podcast after following our stuff for so long. And we knocked Chile and Japan right out Done. of the Done. Boom. Oh my Done. God. That's awesome. I mean I'm clicking the box right now. Out. <laughs> All right. Chile and Japan so done cool. with. Thank you. Uh so yeah, if if you like this, leave us uh, a review on iTunes because it helps people find us and uh makes us feel important about ourselves. Yeah. All right. So um, questions. Question. Does that heighten your sense of nervous anticipation, yes. your anxiety? I'm sweating bullets. All right, good. Let me ask you this, um, because we get this occasionally from people. Uh, what do you think about jumping rope? Jumping rope? I think yeah. it's great. My daughter's awesome at jumping rope. That's what I think. Uh, yeah, I actually really, really like jumping rope, and I actually use that every once in a while in my own workouts. Uh, I might use it for warm up. Or I actually just might use it just for my cardio. Which um, we, we always we love covered, the cardio. Yeah, we covered that. But, yeah, I mean, uh, I really like it. Um, I, I have an awesome, awesome rope. It's a leather rope. Um, with Get the leather ones if you can find leather. them. They're definitely awesome. with, with the yeah. uh, With the ball bearings in it for the, yes. the speed grips. And, uh, ah, you got to love jump. Jumping, skipping, wherever you are in the world and want to call it. Uh, yeah, I like to mix it up a little bit, pretend that I'm a boxer, you know. But uh, I use it, again, for warm-up sometimes uh, to get the blood going. And yeah. then sometimes, you know, whatever I'm doing afterwards, I'll just skip. I'll just maybe just go for like five minutes or something like that, um, which actually is a quite long it's, it's quite long for, you know, if you're not used to it, but yeah. I think it's a really good way to do it. Um, it's also great because if there are, if you can't, heaven forbid, run, I hate to say that, but uh, if you do sprints or you're used to running or something like that and you don't have the opportunity to do it because maybe it's raining or you're in a hotel room or something like that, take a jump rope with you. Yeah. And Just watch out for light fixtures. That's light one fixtures. I found out the hard way. Uh, watch out for light fixtures when you're jump roping indoors. Uh. That's a very good point. Very good point, especially in Japan. So uh, yeah, yeah, I love skipping. Love it. Love it. Jarlo actually, he was he was skipping for a while. I, I don't, I don't. Well, actually, because he was getting ready for the big climb, uh, he actually put that on hold. But uh, I assume he'll probably go back to skipping a bit. So good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, one thing I like about uh, about jumping rope is that um, I can't think about anything while I'm doing yeah. it. It yeah. screws my timing straight up. So it's like uh, it's like an instant meditative yes. kind of practice, right? Yeah. yeah. Like I can't think about stuff and keep my rhythm. Yeah. So it just it helps me kind of like clear out the thoughts. <laughs> Go white I don't know. Boy. Go white boy. So yeah. Right. <laughs> so definitely. Uh, yeah, get get a good jump rope and try it out. I mean, it's not gonna it's not gonna be like the one thing that will change your life or or anything. But uh, yeah, I highly recommend anyone do it. Um, I'm, glad you that let's see. I'm gonna skip. Yeah, it. I decided. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. Yeah. yeah, cool. And since you since you mentioned it too, um, we get questions sometimes about sprints, and uh, we've said before, and we write it in all of our programs too that sprints are a great exercise. Yeah. It's probably one of the best things you can do for for conditioning, um, you know. But how can someone get started with sprints? Because you know, a lot of times you'll see sprint programs. It'll just be like, yeah, just do you know. Basically, it's starting in the middle. It's starting 
with somebody who's already been doing sprints? How would you suggest somebody who maybe does not have a lot of uh, a lot of uh, cardio capacity, uh, someone who has not done much running, whose probably form is terrible? How would you suggest somebody start sprinting to add into a program? Yeah, I would suggest doing it at the end of your program, and mm. rather than think about it being like. A finisher. A lot of people talk about the finisher, so it's just going to completely just kill you. I wouldn't do that. I would actually take it down a couple notches, and instead of trying to run as fast as you can, just pick a distance. Mm-hmm. Um, it could it could be ten yards. I mean, it could just be a very short distance, but just aim for that distance and complete it so that you're breathing hard, but not to the point where you think you're going to throw up. So, yeah. and then I would suggest only doing it maybe a total of three times, making sure you give yourself a break in between. It's about yeah. ramping definitely take those breaks in the beginning yeah. too. And yeah. and really, don't go don't go all out at all. I mean, just just try and complete that distance. Take a break, and then try one more, and then take a break. And if you're feeling it, then maybe do another one. But I would say about three. And then instead of trying to add more sprints to it, I would suggest. As you go, and we're talking over multiple sessions, you know, workouts, Mm -hmm. uh, then start to go a little bit faster. But I would suggest trying to feel what's going on in your body. So what I mean by that is if you've never sprinted before, uh, the next day, how do you feel? And um, you're really going to feel it in the legs, obviously. But if there's any discomfort to the point where you're like, I think I might pull something if I go a little faster, then make sure you don't go that fast. I mean, it sounds yeah. silly, but that's what it's about. So. Yeah. And it's kind of like what we talked about before when you're starting back to a program after injury. Let your first few sessions be like a trial run. You know, kind of take stock of things and see what level you are at. If you've never done it before, you don't know what level you should be at. And yes. same thing when you're coming back from injury. So the first few times, it's not a competition with anyone or even yourself. It's just trying to figure it out. And like we talk about with all the skill exercises, same thing here. Start out by you know taking the level down a little bit at first and finding where you can do it comfortably and well. And from there, start building up intensity. Uh, we talked about breathing in our last show. Yeah. Uh, this is a good opportunity for you to really focus on the breathing. Uh, yes. If you're going to be panting, you're going to be puffing and puffing after you run your sprints. But, again, it shouldn't be to the point where <gasps> you can't catch your breath and you feel like you know, you're running so hard that you're going to pass out. You don't yeah. want that. You should be, you actually, I think you should be able to get your breath back so get it under control within 20 seconds at the most when you're first yeah. starting out. That's that's what I think you should be aiming for. And that's just a rough number. I mean some other people I'm sure will say something different, but that's what I think. You know, Within 20 seconds, be able to get your breath back in the very beginning. That will allow you to pace yourself. Hmm. Yeah, I think it's a really good rule of thumb. Another thing that uh, when I coach martial artists a lot is we'd you know, be doing conditioning and You'd say break time and everyone would, you know, put their hands on their knees and double over and be like, <laughs> just don't do that. Don't ever do that. You know why? It's like five times harder to yeah. breathe. Yeah. Seriously, if you're trying to catch your breath, stand up like a man or lady, you yeah. know, yeah. don't bend over and screw yourself up. And yeah, don't but sit that's down. something that don't if you're not down. used yeah. to it, 
you know, you might think that, that it might feel better, but it's not helping. So with that said, let's talk a little bit about finding coaches, finding trainers. Um, yeah. It's kind of interesting because, you know, uh, not too long ago, uh, one of our uh, trainer apprentices, Verity, uh, wrote on her personal blog about how she found you and started working with you and why she decided to become a, a, a member of our program. And uh, that was really interesting. And um, then, uh, what, a couple weeks ago, I guess, uh, you interviewed Benny for our Alpha Posse yeah. interview. And then he posted this and uh, you shared it with us. And it was just a really great fucking article about... Yeah. Uh, uh, what's the title of it called? It is uh, 11 Brilliant Tips to Find Super Personal Training in Melbourne. And you can just totally get rid of the in Melbourne part because all of these apply no matter where you are. And we're going to have the link on the, the page for this uh, episode. So I, I highly recommend everyone click through and, and read it because it's really, really good. But uh, specifically, we're going to talk about a couple of points from it uh, today. Yeah, so instead of covering all 11, there's three actually that we're going to focus on. And uh, let's just get right into it. So the, yeah. we're actually going to look at tip number three. And in tip number three, what he wrote is that they, meaning the particular coach, have a process to your mm -hmm. results. Okay, yeah. This is very, very important. And it's actually related to a mm -hmm. tip that we're going to be talking about in a little bit. And so – Basically, what this means is that they're very clear and they have a process that they want you to go through in order to get your results. And so this could be, um, you know, dealing with weight loss. It could be dealing with particular skill acquisition, anything, anything. Yep. There needs to be a very clear process for you. And, uh, you know, looking at how do they break things down? They might be a great coach, but if you don't understand what they're talking about, they might not be the good coach for you. And so they have to be clear with you. And so this is a very individual thing, actually. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I agree with that. You know, um, there's really two parts of it. Have a process and for your results, right? Uh, you know, some people are great coaches at some things but not others. Some people are really good at teaching some things and not others. And you know that that might some people might resist a statement like that but think about it like when you're talking about teaching like who's going to be a great teacher of both math and art mm. probably not too many people nah. you know if you think about like teaching in school or something but it's the same thing when it comes to fitness or whatever you're the, the people that are maybe specialized in like you know weight loss may not be the best uh sports specific trainers, right? Exactly. Or somebody who's coached a lot of sprinters may not be the very best person to teach you how to, you know, lose a little bit of body fat, get a little stronger and be able to just move better for what you want. So make sure that the person, you know, doesn't just have some, some process that, you know, works for some people in some things, but that it works for your goals, you know? And, and like Ryan said about process, it's just really important that they have you know set of experiences that they want you to go through. It's not just some, some theory or some idea or some plan like, well, we're just going to lift a lot of weight and hopefully over time you're going to get better at it. That's not really a process. That's, that's a conjecture 
and uh, it doesn't have any planned progression in it, right? So you want to make sure there's a process and that it's a process that works for what you are trying to do. I think both of those are really important. So, yeah, move, let's move on to the next tip. And I'm actually going to switch it around a little bit and instead of going in order. So yeah. we mentioned that they have that process, but it's also very individual. So looking yes. at what he wrote, tip number seven, they understand yeah. your individuality. And this is extremely important because there, there shouldn't be a cookie-cutter program. Um, and so you know, I, depending on where you go – uh, sometimes you'll find you'll find where um, instructors or coaches will put you in a group and you'll all do the same thing. Um, if you're looking for a good coach and you need individual attention, that means that they should have a program that's tailored to you. And that's yeah. very, very important because we're all different. And that includes nutrition, um, you know, maybe mobility, stretching, you know, um, and the actual skill work that you want to that you want to accomplish yeah and uh you know that's why and so we always have to clarify when we talk about this too because you know working with a coach is different from working on your own and following a program we also make programs but they're not very rigid either right because our programs are set up in a way where you you learn to auto-regulate, you learn to control the amount of intensity and workload for your own progress and your own level. But they're also very individual in that we give you not just we don't just say do five jumps at this height or whatever. We we give you a range of things to work within and that range increases over time, but you have to learn how to adjust it to you. And in essence, what you're doing is you're learning to coach yourself a little right. bit. Right. You know? But a good coach uh, who you work with you know, in person or online, but someone who's coaching you directly is going to make probably more changes because they're going to be looking at your progress after every session and they're going to be making adjustments uh, as you go along. So it's a little different situation. But yeah, if you're if you're going to work with somebody as a trainer, uh, you want to make sure that they're they're making those adjustments individually for you. And this is good. I mean, to kind of use myself as an example, we have classes here in Japan that I teach. And the thing is, is what we're doing, it has a basic template. But the mm -hmm. thing is, is I'm able because I'm right there with that person, I can change it up and give them a little yeah. bit of advice that matches what they need to accomplish so let's yeah. say somebody is i don't know doing working on the l sit but they're not ready for it then we take it down you know use regressions and so basically match their level and that's what you need to look for in a trainer are they able to do that mm -hmm. and even in the group setting are they able to match your level and help you to get where you need to go yeah yeah, they have to be able to look at where you're at and make sure that the thing that they're asking you to do is appropriate to where you're at. And that's the thing. Uh, you know, if you're following a program that's already set, then you're responsible for that. And hopefully you found a program that teaches you how to do that well. But if you're hiring a coach, then that's what you're hiring them for, right? To be responsible for finding the right level and finding the right things for you to do, right? So, yeah, if they can't do that for you, then kind of wonder what the hell they are there for. Exactly. Know? 
Good job. You're doing a great job. One more. Yeah. Uh, moving on. Yeah. We're going to go back. Uh, tip number five. Yeah, this is a good one. They're not in illusionist. I messed it up again. Anyway, illusionist. So basically what he's saying when he wrote this was that uh, they have a specific goal and they continue to help you work towards that goal instead of maybe going to your session and they change everything up and then next time they change everything up and then they change the, everything up. So it's a co- consistent focus uh, towards a specific goal and yeah. uh, until that's achieved. Now, during that time, though, a good coach, what they're going to be able to do is make slight changes mm-hmm. according to what needs to happen. So maybe you get an injury. Okay, Maybe it's not training-related. Maybe you fell down a flight of stairs while you're drunk. I don't know. But what they can do is help you to make slight changes that are still helping you get towards your goal, but they're not completely changing up your program so that it's going in another direction. Yeah, that's really important because, you know, um, you know, we say that they should be able to make changes, but it doesn't mean that they're just like randomly throwing crap out at you all the time. Uh, because here's the thing is a lot of, uh, a lot of novice trainers, they want to show off. Unfortunately, this is just, they want to show off. They want to show what a good trainer they are. Oh, look, I gave you 15 new exercises. It feels great. Oh, look at this. It's so much fun. Every time it's different. But you, you find that you're not going anywhere usually with a program like that because it's not a program. you know. So they're not an illusionist. They're not, a, they're not entertaining you or trying to show off or show something that maybe isn't delivering. It's not a smoke and mirrors thing. Right. They're, they're giving you progress. That's what you want. You don't want something that's like, oh, look, it's here and now it's not. <laughs> exactly. It's another thing along those lines is they don't overteach. So yeah. a lot of times, you know, when you go to a class or or even individual, you know, private training, it's just a matter of doing the work. So it might not be very sexy. You know, you go and they say, "Okay, today this is what we're going to do." And you do it and it's not some magic thing that they're showing you and here's a new little trick that you can use that's going to help you get whatever it's sometimes simply getting upside down if you're working on the handstand and holding it for longer periods of time and sweating you know and doing the work that's it so instead of like andy said wowing you with a new uh special super duper technique yeah, there's there's a like billion gadgets in the gym and you know you don't have to use all of them like we talk about before with my 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 famous food metaphors uh just because you have uh an ingredient in a cupboard does not mean it goes in every dish you know stop putting paprika in your fucking apple pie please <laughs> yeah, yeah. like just don't do it okay it's the same thing like you know if you're working on pull-ups you don't need to have like <laughs> um, the funniest person in the world of fitness is Drywall. If you don't know who this is, he's a guy that trolls CrossFit all the time. And I don't hate CrossFit, but Drywall is hilarious. You should look for this guy on Facebook. He posted this this pic uh, a couple weeks ago of people doing band assisted weighted pull ups. Yeah, what I the didn't fuck get is that. that? Yeah, I. That's... You're you're adding resistance and removing resistance. You know what? Just do pull ups. Just yeah. do pull-ups. Might work. Might work. <laughs> it might work. Yeah, I remember that. I just, I just, 
That is <laughs> band assisted weighted What the hell will they think of next? <laughs> yeah, so basically no magic. I mean, there could be some magic of course, and you know, that's a good coach is is they the magic is in the fact that they give you what you need and what The magic you want. is that you'll make more progress than you could on yeah. your own. Yeah. Now, there's a lot of other tips that, that Benny wrote, and really, please check out this article. <coughs> yeah. um, again, it doesn't matter if you're in Melbourne. It, it's, this is around the world, and it's also related to online training. So, you know, something else we have, of course, we have the trainer, um, yep. the trainer course, the GMB trainer course. And it's it's really I don't even like to call it a course. I always say apprenticeship because apprenticeship. thank you. You know people yeah. people have like certification seminars and it's like a two day thing yeah. and you pay your fifteen hundred dollars and you get your paper and your t shirt and, and you suddenly you're ready to you're ready to teach people. You know, but we we don't do it that way because uh, we take education really seriously and so it's a, it's a three months plus, plus. thing. Yeah. Uh, but sorry to interrupt, but I just no, I feel it's no, really important. No, and thank you for saying that. I mean, and, and that's the thing. It's it's not just okay. Here's a six week course, or here's like you said a two a two day thing. It's it it's as much time as it takes. So we'll have people who come into our apprenticeship and uh, maybe six months. You know? Yeah, we had one that took a little over six months last year, and it wasn't because he wasn't strong or ready. Oh. It's just he had a lot of other things that he exactly. going on. And it took that time for him to, to finish up where both he and you were satisfied with where, with where he was at. And the thing, it's interesting because you look at what Benny wrote in here. It's very actually similar to, to what we do because even though we're working on specific skill sets, it's individual. Mm -hmm. it's, and so I work directly with everyone in making sure that they have – I don't want to say their, their specialty, but because everybody's coming in here that's different, uh, we have to figure out different ways to work with them. And another thing, too, is, right, it's not just the skills. It's not just the theory. It's also the business. And this is something that a lot of places don't cover. But we help our, our trainers to be um, learn how to make a business out of this. And so... Um, yeah. That's why it also takes a long time. So it's not just a matter of okay, you've got to get X skill. No, it's 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 up here too. You got to think about what you want to do with it. How you can help other people. How do you teach other people? How can you, as I mentioned before, not only give people what they want but what they need. And mm -hmm. that's why it takes so long. Because you know, over a weekend, uh, you can't expect to be able to to teach a, a system, a theory, a method to people in two days. Or understand no, but, it in two know, days and then teach successfully. Yeah. And even the business side of it, it's not like some magic trick either. It's mostly about just knowing what you have to offer, how you can express that to other people in the best way, and who you want to work with, right? Mm -hmm. it, it always, it's still the same thing as knowing what goals you have, right. you know? Uh, and so it's, that's really important. And sometimes it takes some time. A lot of people, like I said, novice trainers try to like throw every trick in the book into every program. And they try to teach everybody, like, I can train anyone. Well, no. I mean, maybe you could, but not well. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, and so that's really important to find out who you want to train. If you are a trainer or if you want to become a trainer, you need to know who you want to help out. And you know, we're not trying to create a bunch of a bunch of Ryan clones, no, GMD no, no, trainers no, no. either. Every person who comes through our program is going to be 
you know, have their own way of doing things a little bit. It's going to be based on the same style of instruction, the same, you know, theoretical understanding, but they're all going to have their own, you know, their own twist on, on things because they all have their own personalities. And so we're not saying that there's one right way that everyone should coach everything, you know, but whoever you go to is obviously going to have to have not just personality, but also some real expertise as well, if it's yes. going to be good. Wow, there's a concept. Yeah. But that's another reason why, of course, we don't have a lot of trainers. And so, you yeah. know, we could set up a two-day course and we could crank out certified GMA trainers, but we don't. Yeah. We've got, what, well, only really three yeah. that are certified. But, uh, you know, we've got three other people who are you know, working on it right now. So uh, we're not trying to crack them, but with that being said, if you are interested in what we do, let us know, you know. Um, we can help you out. Yeah, and, you know, so just to kind of wrap up, you know, look for these things, you know, no matter, no matter what you're doing, you know, look for somebody that's got a process that's going to work for your goals, not just for somebody else's goals, not just, you know, uh, whatever. You, you wouldn't go to an Olympic swimming coach if you want to learn how to do handstands. It's just that's not the best fit. You know, uh, find somebody that's not trying to dazzle you with bullshit and find somebody who's going to respect that you're an individual. And, they're, you know, if you have a tough time with something, they're not going to say, well, you obviously just don't have what it takes or, you know, you – what are what are some of the ones that we hear? Uh, you know, if you wanted bad enough, yeah. you you do the work, or uh, you have to prioritize, or uh, stop bullshitting yourself. Uh, your father didn't actually die. You should work harder, or whatever. Um, you know, whatever, whatever. Uh, they've got to they've got to respect that you have individual things, and not even it's not just about excuses. It's about some people have genuinely like difficult situations. You know, uh, but. Also, don't think that you need everything so individualized that you can't get started. You know, working with a trainer one-on-one is going to take uh, a big commitment for both of you. Um, but there's plenty of good programs that you can start with. You know, you could you could start uh, doing any of like the weightlifting five by five programs on the internet and get started and get strong. You take any of our programs and get started and get working. You don't need individualization. Uh, but if you're working with somebody, make sure that they're working with you. Yeah. Good point. Good point. I think that about sums it up, man. That's good. All right. All right. So until next time. Until next time. And, uh, hey, you know, if you've got anything you'd like to talk about, any questions, whatever, uh, send us a note. And uh, we will uh, we'll put it in Ryan's lightning round next time. <laughs> like you get to answer a question that quickly. Yeah. Uh, uh, more coffee. All right. All Thanks. Right. Later. So.